What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The lighter side of football. I'm stinking believable. This is All Pro Lines with your hosts, Kostaki Economopoulos and Aaron Hodges. You want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Welcome to All Pro Lines, the podcast formerly known as Quick Snaps. The regular season kicks off in less than two weeks, and we're more excited than Jameis Winston at a crab shack. That's even, that's a double. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here, and I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're going we're gonna to know, we're going to have systems in place that are easier to learn, all right? Complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Less thinking equals talent take over, but we need to have systems in place, and we will have systems in place to do so. That is amazing. That's Nick Sirianni, Eagles coach. Oh, my goodness. But but we're, we're bearing the lead. But ladies and gentlemen, All Pro Lines, the podcast. Hey, All Pro Lines, baby. Hey, comedy football talk with Aaron Hodges and Kostaki Economopoulos. We did it. We made the transition. All the things we needed to do, we are now a whole new thing. We got new music. We got new drops. We're like grownups. <laughs> we, we have an outline. An outline, yeah. And we got a syllabus, we got homework, everything. We're going to be a grounded if, if we don't uh, deliver here. Good word choice. Thank you, thank That's you. That's great. So we're excited. I guess we have to start by, uh, well, first of all, thanking everyone for coming along on the ride here. If you're new to us, because we are now broadcasting on the platforms on All Pro Lines, Twitter and, uh, and Facebook, and uh, if you're just flying by for a second in between a couple other things, when you get a sec later, come back and give us a listen on uh, at All Pro Lines, the podcast, wherever you find your podcasts. But yeah, that quote from Nick Sirianni is uh, hard to believe. That's an all-timer, It's almost the standard man. of like, oh, God, when it doesn't go well and you sort of start digging a hole and then you fall into the hole. That's just brutal. The Eagles <laughs> are going to suck so bad. This year, that's the guy that's at the helm. I, you know, I've seen him speak other times, and he's fine. But this one was hard to listen to. <laughs> was it? Was it first press conference jitters? Uh, I've been there. When you start, when it starts going badly, and then you're just like in panic mode in your head, just like a there's a fire alarm happening. Oh, yeah, awful. And you know you're bombing. You you can you can feel it. You know they can feel it. They you know that. <laughs> You you yes. know that they know, you know you're sweating, and then uh-huh. yeah. too much thinking, too much thinking, and then the talent doesn't take over. Oh, it's brutal. And it's a quote about <laughs> being smart. It's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Stammering around. Well, I, you know, I well, the Eagles are an interesting subject. We will get to uh, more of them here in a sec. Um, but we have an outline, Aaron. Shall we dive right into a little uh, two-minute drill? 
It's time for the two-minute drill, and we have to announce our announcer, Ethan. The two-minute drill. The two-minute drill is brought to you by Daily Comedy News. It's what's happening in comedy, 10 minutes a day, seven days a week. Daily Comedy News, wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome. We got, we got two announcers in there. We got, we got our boy Glenn and then our boy Nate, uh, Ethan. Sorry. <laughs> it's the first day. I got first day jitters, too. <laughs> Philip Rivers, you'll be happy to know. Aaron, if you didn't see this, won his high school coaching debut, 49 to nothing. Yeah. He beat that team like it was birth control. <laughs> what? Hey! What's the, what's the other team's mascot? The IUD? Oh 49 to nothing. Is the pregame speech the same as the one he used to give his sperm? Like, don't take no for an answer, boys. Go over and under and around and through, whatever it takes. <laughs> Rivers celebrated with his family later, which is, of course, a larger number of people than the football team. You um, got to make reservations everywhere you go when you're that family. <laughs> yeah. You can't just show up. You can't just yeah. show up. Yeah. Even During like McDonald's. Pen. That's you gotta right. Call, yeah. a, call ahead to the McDonald's drive thru. Like, listen, we got to warn you. It's a large <laughs> crew coming. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, during the pandemic, that collection was a violation of the gatherings of 10 or more people. Yeah. Um, they moved the whole family to Alabama, which, of course, is now thrown off the census. <laughs> Why? Why does River still have a job, you might ask yourself. Well, if you had nine kids, you would want to get out of the house, too. That's uh, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It makes perfect sense. So the other big news, uh, these these fantasy superstar running backs are dropping like flies. Travis Etienne's going to miss the season with a Liz Frank injury. I've got Etienne in my old home league, so I did a deep dive on this injury. In fact, um, I read the whole diary of Liz Frank, and, uh, huh? And apparently you have to be very quiet. That's the truth. <laughs> yes. Um, to clarify, <laughs> it's not a woman named Liz Frank. It's it's a, it sounds it's like a, it. it's, yeah. a, it's a doctor from the 1800s. And uh, his name was Jacques Liz Frank, right? And this injury was named after him. He was a surgeon and a gynecologist. Like, how bad at gynecology do you have to be to discover a foot injury? You're not even close. If you'd think that if there was one thing that could keep a man's focus, it would be, you know, but no, no, still looking around, checking out the feet. Excuse me, Doc, my eyes are up here, and so is my vagina. You're way too low. You're not even in the right. Don't let Rex Ryan in that room. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what a... <laughs> I hope one of uh, Dr. Liz Frank's patients <clears throat> was uh, got something named after her as well. Uh, her name was Antoinette Malpractice. <laughs> a slight variation on the theme of jokes here. This is not a joke. This is a little mini rant because I'd like to get your feedback on it. Patrick Mahomes went eight for nine and a perfect passer rating. Mahomes deserves all the points for everything, but eight for nine ain't perfect. This is a thing that's based on math. It's a mathematical model, and the title of the thing has the word perfect in it. By the way, what's the perfect pass rating? Is it 100? Is it 1,000? Is it a percentage of one, like baseball? No. The perfect quarterback passer rating is, of course, 158.3. 
<laughs> what is it? I, 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 it's something I've never really understood or because or, it didn't make any sense from the start. So who built this flawed boundaryless bastardization of math Fahrenheit? Can we get a Celsius in here and make some sense out of this, please? We should make Nathan Peterman's worst game a zero and Tom Brady's best game a hundred. Now we know what we're dealing with. Yeah, that makes more sense to us. Come on. I could do an even deeper dive on it, but I looked briefly and it's, there's like a zillion way tie for quarterbacks who had a zero passer rating, you know? So like even, so the top and the bottom are flawed. I mean, the whole thing is flawed, but you can definitely give a perfect passer rating way less than perfect and a zero, you know, way better than horrific. It's a very bad construct all the way around. Did we just have nothing else to work with? Well, how did that become the way we do things? Ron Milford found us on All Pro Lines, and he, he's posing the question on the live chat here. Isn't eight for nine based on eight passes? One mulligan. One mulligan. I, hey, I'm all, again, this is not about Patrick Mahomes or anyone else who can go eight for nine. I cannot do that. that those guys are awesome. I'm not questioning them. I'm saying the system is screwy because very often— it's not unlikely during the season, several times in the season, a quarterback will have a perfect passer rating in a game. And then you look at the stat line, it's like 19 of 22 for three touchdowns. And, you know, it's like, well, that's not what, what this is a mathematical model. What the hell are you doing? How much do you know about what goes into it? It's a little fantasy ish in that it rewards touchdowns way more than they should be and interceptions way more than they should be. If you have like a four touchdown, no pick game, you're gold. It's gonna be a perfect passer rating or damn close. It's exactly what you think. It's a formula based on those two things and completion percentage and and yardage. Do they factor in rushing yards at all? I don't believe so. I think that's a different thing. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's a very weird, and of course, whether your team wins or not and whether or not you pass the eyeballs. I I would much rather, it would be more useful to have like fat guy on the couch scoring, you know, it's just like (laughs) a guy tells you an A, B, or C based on, you know what I mean? At least if it's a hundred scale, you have some idea of what it means. When somebody says the number, you're like, he got an 89 pass rate. No, that's a B plus. That's a good day. And then you can kind of make sense of it. Like, yeah. The end usage of passer rating numbers is there's no there's nothing. It's completely useless to the casual fan. You have no idea what they're talking about. Why do they do it? That's my question. In a vacuum of decent systems, it was the one that sort of stuck, and now we're stuck with it. It's probably the same way we wind up with something like feet and ounces and stones and in the same way that like now no one uses cigarette lighters, but all the electronics have a cigarette lighter thing. So now we have to have the cigarette light. You know, it's like we're just kind of stuck there because we know Tony Romo's passer rating, and now we're 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 trapped in this horrible system. Yeah. Plus, Uncle Sydney is going to have to use that cigarette lighter. He's still holding on, so we got to put it in the <laughs> even in the Teslas. We got to put the cigarette lighter in there for Sydney. But uh, fun, I don't know why I came up with that name. Uh, Tony B chiming in on the chat. It's an efficiency rating. My refrigerator is the top efficient model, but still cost me money to run. I'm not sure if that makes it any more clear for me. (laughs) Josh Bald chiming in. The only five variables in quarterback rating, attempts, completions, yards, TD, interception. I think I named all those. I think I got this right. 
Josh, by the way, I want to do a shout out to Josh. Josh has been one of the best writers uh, from the Peanut Gallery uh, at All Pro Lines. He's really fucking. He's written some great jokes. Good job, man. Kudos. Taps on the back. Yeah. Right. You get you get the, you get the first kudos of the of the All Pro Lines. <laughs> That's a big deal, Josh. Me. Oh wait, wait, wait. The first kudos of the All Pro Lines chapter. Holy shit! Goes to Josh B. Is this JB that we kicked out of the league? I think it is. No I'm way. Two, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. He'll let that's us know. That's fascinating. That, that's yeah. even more interesting. Which, by the way, the draft is this Thursday. How excited are you? Thursday, I'm seven, very. 7? 7 o'clock or 7.30? I can't remember, but one of those. Yeah, it's my 4, I think. Okay. Or 4.30? It's my 4-something. Yeah. I got I got in the calendar. I'm ready for it. <clears throat> I'm very excited. Get get your draft ready. Uh, we need America. Can we confirm? Mike R says America loves Kostaki. Can we confirm America? If you're out there, please. <laughs> do we do we love Kostaki? <laughs> we can confirm that. We, we, let's okay. not let's not look too closely at this. Okay, stage. all right. Yeah. <laughs> do your do your own research. Do your own research. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Andreas, our Andreas is in this draft, and Glenn, our our announcer, our. What do you what do you call the voiceover guy? Is it what's the he's a what's the lingo? Yeah, yeah, he's our work. voiceover guy. All right. Yeah, he's the he's the voice of the show. The voice of the show. That's that's too big a title for Glenn. I, listen, Can't. he's he's the first voice you ever heard in the All Pro Lines chapter. So that's oh a, goodness, we're giving out deal. too many kudos too early. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which is a good segue to uh, might be my favorite new drop. This is another uh, Glenn Diddy, a uh, cooperative effort between Aaron and Glenn. Let's uh, let's do the which comes first segment, my friend. Well, now it's time for which comes first. Oh yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. <laughs> It's great. It's great. The pause is, is it too long or is it perfect? I am not sure yet. Um, it, well, listen, I, I did a reference track on my own for him, right? And I, I like to say that, you know, Ethan and I worked on it together here doing the production. I'd like to say that I nailed it. He helped. But there's something lost in translation when you're doing it remotely and playing it for Glenn to sing back to me, right? <laughs> And I'm just going to go ahead and say he's not the most rhythmically gifted person. I'm just going to say correct. that. Okay. I think we can all agree to this. But there's something very charming about being offbeat at the end there. <laughs> I love it. All right. Why don't you, why don't you hit me with, the, uh, with our first ever, which comes first, my friend. All right. I think it's a doozy and it'll be very relevant quickly, I think. Okay. We have... A couple of quarterbacks that are rookies that were drafted in the first round that I think uh, a decent amount of the fan base for each of these teams would like to see these guys sooner rather than later. And so the question is, who is going to be taking a snap from center in a regular season game first? Will it be the 49ers Trey Lance or will it be the Chicago Bears Justin Fields. I think my answer is going to depend 100% on the language. Give me the language again. Who's going to take a first snap? Yeah, who takes the first snap? Okay. 
Then my change, my, my original answer was going to be Fields because I think he's going to be the starter first. Okay. But I think based on what we just saw in this preseason game, I think uh, Trey Lance is going to do a little bit of this, uh, you know, Saints-ish, come in there and do a half of a drive for no reason. And Say his name. I don't. He didn't win the competition. He, we may never see him again. He was crushed by Jameis Winston, who's a much better quarterback. You know this say, in your heart. Say his name. <laughs> I forget. It's some kind of a, it's some kind of off-putting name, some kind. <laughs> I'm going to say Trey Lance because, uh, man, they both look good. But they're at least going to have Andy Dalton go in there and get pummeled by uh, Aaron Donald in game one. So already game one, I think, is safe that we don't see fields. Maybe we'll see a Lance series, and it'll be over right there. And even if they both take a month or so to become the starter, or two months or whatever it winds up being, I think we're going to see Trey Lance do a series somewhere in there in the, in the meantime. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize how much the way that I phrased that would change the equation. Right. I, I thought you were going to say starter, so I, I had a different answer. Interesting. All right. Well, then I, it's really tough to disagree. That that reasoning is pretty sound. I hesitate to say this, but when I watch him, I think of Kaepernick. He's he's like yeah. a gazelle the way he mm-hmm. runs, and mm-hmm. he's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he, he's going to be fun to watch. That kid. I think so. And uh, Justin Fields reminds me. I get Deshaun Watson vibes. Yeah, the, the style of play. Right. A little a little Deshaun, a little Russell Wilson. Yeah. I really yeah. I really wish he was my quarterback right now. I know. I kind of had the same thing. As much as I'm excited about Kyle Pitts, I, you know, the Falcons could have. I mean, he was one of the handful of you know shortlist choices for the Falcons to pick right there. Could have been the beginning of a whole new era. Yep. All right. I'm going to give you one of these. In fact, I'm going to triple up on it. You ready for this? Okay. Which comes first, Trey Lance start, Gardner Minshew start, <laughs> or Todd Gurley start? Okay. So Todd Gurley is currently not on a team. Right? Todd Gurley currently not on the team. That's correct. Yeah. But lots of lots of knee issues out there. A lot of things going wrong for running backs. <laughs> so Todd Gurley, uh, very unlikely to get the start before the other two. Well, Gardner Minshew is going to be backing up a couple people in Philadelphia, yeah? They, they have uh, Flacco. He's got to beat out Joe Flacco, that titan of a quarterback, to get but the backup probably- job. Are they going to keep the, all three of those guys? Is that what they're going to do? I mean, can you really trust Minshew to to jump in and and take the reins right away? If uh, I think so, uh, he's got starting chops. He's probably where. All right, but hey, it's the first ever All Pro Lines podcast. It would be wrong not to have some version of this during the course of the podcast. Where do you rank Gardner Minshew in quarterbacks around the earth right now? So, I mean, he's at the top tier of, of backup quarterbacks and right at the I, end of starting quarterbacks. So I think, I think there's the, probably a handful of starting quarterbacks that he might be better than, uh, like Andy Dalton. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't considered, okay, that might be right. Okay. I, was th- I have a number in my head. What's your number? I would say 35-ish. I have 42 in my head, the 42nd best quarterback in the world right now. Yeah, because there's a couple of these teams that clearly have two guys who are better, right? But you might be right that there might be a couple of three or four guys who are below him who are starters. Hmm. I think so. Is I mean, better than Tarod Taylor? No, 
Well, then who's mm. who's the starting quarterback? Andy Dalton? Yeah, he's better than Andy Dalton. He's, you got he's another than... example? Is there another one like that? All right. Let me look. Let me look. Hold on. Who's really sorry right now? <laughs> I'm thinking. I, I'm, not, I'm not even challenging you. I'm just thinking it out. No, I know. Um, he might be better than Sam Darnold, maybe. Might be better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, oh. I mean, he might be better than both of those, but I'm going to say no to both of those for me. He might be better than Jared Goff. No. Maybe. Gardner Minshew? Are we talking about the same guy? He might be better than Tua. No. (laughs) Why not? Gardner Minshew, he was exciting because we expected nothing from him for a half a season. And then last season, you know, that this is a team that went one and fifteen, and you know, the list is over. By the way, that's it. <laughs> yeah, those are the only. And there's, possible. and there's several backups who are better. Arguably, Trey Lance and Justin Fields, and some of those guys that we just right. talked about. Yeah, and then yeah. there's going to be a handful of other, you know, mm-hmm. good backup situations as well. By the way, Josh Rosen is now an Atlanta Falcon. It looked pretty good. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. He's that's interesting. He's a guy that we always bring up of like, did he really get a, uh, the fair shot? No, he's been nowhere for longer than five minutes. This is his. Is it fifth team in four years? I believe that's the right. That sounds that's right. A, yeah. For a first round quarterback, I've never heard of that. That is a preposterous shipping of the guy around the league. I've never heard of that. Oh, but never mind Josh Rosen. Let's talk about Felipe. Is it Felipe, the backup quarterback? I think that's the correct uh, pronunciation. Buddy, where he's did fun. he come from? He's a he's stud. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's yeah. fun to watch. He, like, he very casually like throws guys away and runs past them. And he's, yeah, he's... Now, will that team keep three quarterbacks? They're going to keep Felipe and Josh? You got to keep Felipe. Okay. He's a giant, too. He's like, what is he, 6'7 or something? He looks like a gazelle, yeah. Very tall. And fluid. Like, I didn't expect that from him. I I expect him to be more clunky. Yeah. You might have a stud there, I think. We'll see. We'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see. Wouldn't that be nice if our answer was uh, we get to have Kyle Pitts and eat our cake with some, you know, awesome quarterback as well? So we've been floating around the answer of what what comes first. Uh, Start from Trey Lance... Todd Gurley or Gardner Minshew. Uh, so I'm going to have to say Trey Lance. I'm going to have to say Trey Lance starts first. What Although, week is that? Week six, week four, I, week 10? Four or five, week four, work week five. That sounds right. I think this yeah. is a good answer. I think that's the answer. I can't see. I think that is the answer. I think you talked you, me into it. I was leaning towards if, Gardner Minshew, but I think you're right. Nah, even if Gurley signs, he's not going to start. Like he's he's going to have to ease his way in, right? So at this point, I think that's true. And then Minshew's going to take a while to even get integrated into the system because you got to get integrated into the system. Because I don't know if you know that. Like if you know, understand the system, less thinking <laughs> equals talent takes over. <laughs> That was actually very well done because it took me a while to catch up with what's happening. <laughs> <coughs> kudos. Taps. Not a kudos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I agree. I think I think you I think your answer was correct. I think it's Trey yep. Lance. Trey mm-hmm. Lance is the answer to both of our uh, which comes first. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's a good segue to our next drop, which I also love and I'm excited to hear. Let's do a little kudos and taps on the back, my friend. Oh, yeah. Very well done. I got to say, that's excellent. Thank you. Anytime you get a chance to remix Akib Talib's voice, you take that opportunity. <laughs> All right. My kudos are going to go to the um, the first round quarterback taken teams. Right? That's first a scary thing. To, <clears throat> there's five teams okay. that took a quarterback in the first round of the draft this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, my kudos are to them because that's a scary thing to do to a, for a franchise. You're kind of connected to a to a guy for a while and you you get a lot of draft capital that you're that you're spending there that you could spend somewhere else. We know statistically that first round quarterbacks in the NFL kind of top end first round guys, they're about 50-50 on becoming franchise quarterbacks. So it's a risky thing for these teams. And we don't know the answer to any of these yet, but all five of these guys look like the real deal to the eyeball early going. Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, Justin Fields, Chicago, Trey Lance, San Francisco, Mac Jones for the Patriots, and uh, and Zach Wilson for the Jets. I mean, the, the early signs are good for all five of these guys, and uh, kudos to those teams for doing their homework, and especially to the Bears who managed to trade up and some crazy miracle and save their franchise <laughs> at pick 11 with Justin Fields. So, yeah, kudos to you guys. A lot of kudos. My taps on the back. This is a bit unorthodox, man. I'm going to even just take a step back from football and go to another sport real quick because this is a story that is just fascinating to me. There's a New York Mets player who's uh, making a lot of noise here because he hit a home run. And he gave the crowd, the home crowd, a thumbs down as he's rounding the bases. Now, why did he do this? Because the Mets fans have been booing the team regularly whenever they strike out. So now it's a battle between the fans and the players. And this guy is the heel, the bad guy that baseball needs. We need a character to tell the fans to go screw themselves once in a while. So, he's, he's just, so to Javi Baez of the New York Mets, who is just sticking it to the home team fans with a thumbs down, he says, you can't celebrate my success with me if you don't celebrate us when we're struggling. So to Javi Baez, taps on the back. Taps on the back. I, I like the reasoning, and I even think it's completely uh, ballsy of you to go outside of football for your first ever kudos and taps here at All Pro Lines, the podcast. And I just happened to see a little clip of that story, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> I think it's fun. I Yeah, I think, I, why not? Good for him. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. 
We got another new drop to listen to. I believe it's uh, quiz time around here. All right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. <laughs> all right, it's that time of year, Aaron Hodges. I've got seven teams for you, and I want you to tell me the over-under on their wins this season according to Las Vegas. Oh, I love this. I will be giving you a one-game uh, uh, window to work within. If you're within 0.5, neither direction, we're counting counting that as a as a yes, as a get. And remember, a reminder: the uh, 500 this year in a 17-game season is 8.5. So that's yeah. I still have to I still have to wrap my head around the 17-game season. I I can't imagine this will be the last time that I'll be tripped up by that. Play along at home. Andreas Economopoulos is particularly good at this game. Does he ever actually put his money where his mouth is? He does. He he okay. he actually he does in all ways of life, but he, in particular for this kind of stuff, he always puts uh-huh. the, puts down a few bucks here and there. All right, let's start with Andreas's team, the Atlanta Falcons. What does Vegas think's going to happen? Total <laughs> wins out of seventeen. Uh, first of all, did you just disown them? Me? Yeah, you said they're Andreas's team. Oh no, they're my team too. <laughs> all right. So we're going to ask them to uh, chime in on, in the comment section on this too. Huh? Okay. What does Vegas think the Falcons will do? This is interesting because in recent history, we have both felt that the Atlanta Falcons were being disrespected. <laughs> That's correct. This is good that you're going back to this. And we were wrong. <clears throat> they, were, they were right. They were very right. <laughs> That's uh, correct. They've had some in fact, they were wrong because seasons. they guessed too high on them as well. Yeah, right. But I think Kyle Pitts injects some energy into them, and uh, it's it's a little bit of a different team. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with Ron, who I see in the chat, seven. That is a win, because the answer is 7.5. All right. One point for Aaron. There's seven of these. If you get four, we're going to count this as a victory for you. One point for you. All right, let's go to uh, maybe the second most interesting team to these co-hosts, the uh, New York Football Giants. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Does Vegas think your team is better or my team? Uh, I bet they probably think Atlanta's better. Seven, it's like with the 17-game season, seven seems like such a low bar now like just it, it really does like oh i thought s- that when i was looking at like, this list too i was like seven like, is not good anymore seven and nine and you could go like well we were one win away from being 500 but seven right. and ten is like no you're garbage um yeah that's right that's a big change yeah right so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with seven the answer is 7.0 for the New York right. football giants. Nailed it. Nailed it. 2-0, and right. buddy. I thought you were going to... I can't believe how well you're doing. All right, this is awesome. Next up, the New England Patriots. Ooh, interesting. Well, you set the bar. You know where you are. They're better than the Falcons and the Giants. We know this, right? At are least that's they? the perception. That's how Vegas would see it. I'm not sure if they are. I think they're right about the same, but they probably do get a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. They're bringing back all those defensive players that went away, and they had a great offseason grabbing all these big-name characters, and their quarterback rookie looks good early. Give me 8.5. Put me down for 8.5. 8.5, final answer? Final answer. 
Patriots, Vegas says 9.5. That's one for me. I thought you said I get it within a point, or is it half a point? Half a point, either way. Oh, okay. A point swing Ah, you get. All right. That's pretty close, though. I'll give you you some uh, unofficial kudos. Small um, kudos. <laughs> All right. This is the team everybody loves or hate, loves to hate. The uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay. Probably you got to factor in the Dak Prescott return. They're going to win more. Probably like them if better. That than ankle's the... good. That team's going to be yeah. big explosive. Probably like them better than the Giants. Definitely better than the Eagles. Probably better than Washington, though. I think Washington's probably gonna be liked by Vegas. Definitely better than the Eagles. Think. That was a little uh rain yeah. man. Definitely better than the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched Rain Man totally randomly recently. Yeah well I'm probably on the spectrum. Um <laughs> let's go eight point five. That's correct. Nine point yeah. is what Vegas says. Very nicely done. Aaron with three out of four. That means you can't uh, win. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it goes seven. No, there's seven. I'm still alive. You're going to miss three in a row here. These, these are going to get trickier. You ready? Okay. We're going to the other end of the spectrum for you. We're going Detroit Lions. Oh, no. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough to call. <laughs> Ooh-wee. So, uh, in a 16-game season, I would probably wrap my head around four wins for the Lions. So, 17, would I give them an extra and say five? So, they go five and 12. Seems very plausible. I mm. six, six and 11, probably out of reach, maybe. Um, so, let's go 5.5. Let's split the difference. 5.5. Oh, man. You just missed it by hair. 4.5 is what Vegas uh, says. Ah. They are not Jared Goff fans in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, the Houston Texans. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what a disaster. Worst team in the NFL? They got to be the worst team in the NFL. The Houston Texans. No happy endings. Yeah, probably. Who's going to be the quarterback? I don't even know. Who is it? It might be. It's it's scheduled as of today to be uh, Tyrod or Tyrod oh, Taylor. Okay. I do I do like him, but that's a tough situation to come into. Man, okay, the Texans, let's say four. Luke Hanbury says four. Ron Milford says nine. Ron Milford's drunk somewhere. Yeah, right. No way. <laughs> if the Texans get nine, I will just like run around naked in the Texans stadium. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that, including me. Yeah. Someone's going to touch you for that, for sure. <laughs> All right. Final answer, Texans four. Final answer. That is on the nose, according to Las Vegas. The All worst right, team in football it. at four wins out of 17 tries. Uh, Aaron's going to win this quiz, but we got one more just for fun. The Packers. They got Ooh. their boy back. What mm-hmm. does Vegas think about that? Vegas loves that the boy is back. Um, yeah, that's for sure. There's uh, the last dance him and Devontae are going to do. So I think they're, they're going to be pretty jazzed to... Uh, Prove that they're on top of the game still. Aaron Jones back again as well. I think their defense is pretty much intact. Uh, same head coach, so you have some consistency here. 
and they are going to win. I think they're probably going to go something like 13 and 4 or 12 and 5, something like that. So let's let's do 12. Vegas says 10.0 out of Whoa. 17 games. Whoa, okay. That's why I included it. It was one of the ones that I went, huh. Wow. I'm surprised by that. With Aaron Rodgers definitely back, that seems that, low. 10. <clears throat> wow. All right. Let me get on DraftKings. I'm about to take the over. That's right. That's what you want to do there. Yeah, I'm, I, that one surprises me. The rest of these all kind of make sense. And, and you did a great job kind of working it through and sharing your thoughts and getting to the right answer most of the times. Uh, Kudos, thanks, my pal. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do uh, is talk to these folks about what to expect with the new All-Pro Lines universe. Can we do that? Um, ahead, the bud. big change is bonuses. In the old days, we would do a bonus once in a while to uh, thank the contributors. And in fact, the bonuses that we've done recently are, are really good bonuses. They're Glenn Grizzard giving us a four-part history of the Atlanta Falcons in a way that only Glenn Grizzard can. Uh, we've done, we got three of them in the hopper, and uh, there's one left to go. The one we just did this week is the Michael Vick retrospective. <laughs> he, <laughs> Glenn pitched this as a three-part series. First of all, he pitched it as a thing once, and then he pitched it as a three-part series. And then he, he had pitched, uh, we got to do one that's just Michael Vick and make it a four-part. And the Vick one held up. It was a good conversation, and it was cool to hear all these little details along the way. I had no idea how important Donovan McNabb was to the story. So, Yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. That was definitely interesting. Uh, I didn't feel, I'll be honest, at you i didn't feel great about it when we recorded it but when i went back and posted it and listened to it i was like no this is actually pretty good oh yeah well that's interesting yeah sometimes that happens sometimes it goes the other way though right yeah sometimes i i record a stand-up set and i'm like i cannot wait to watch this one this is the one this is the tape i'm sending out to everybody and then i watch it and i'm like what happened where's the magic it's not on this tape <laughs> yeah <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sometimes you're like, I don't want to even watch this tape. And they're like, oh, okay, this is, I'm, I'm better than I thought. You know, whatever. That's cool. So our big change is bonuses. We used to do them once in a while, and now we do one every week. For every... <clears throat> Jeez Louise. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> For every episode that we do right here on Mondays at 7.30 Eastern, uh, which is the perfect time in our opinions because you get a day for sort of the big news to distill, get the jokes in order, all the news stories sort of settle, and then it's sort of your kickoff for Monday Night Football. We try to be done by 8.20 kickoff. For every one of those, which is free to everybody, and we love you guys, you just want to stick with the free, that's fine. We got no problem with that. We love you and appreciate you being on board. But if you want a little more, if you want a deeper dive with us, we're going to do an extra episode every single week for people who are inside the huddle. It's only five bucks a month, and uh, you just put it on your credit card and forget about it, and you're contributing to uh, some art and some creativity and some funny in the world, something that you like, and supporting us. And uh, we're going to thank you back with a whole bunch more content. So it's basically two for one. Come join us inside the huddle. It's uh, at Patreon, uh, now under the all-pro lines. We did make a successful transition to everything, right, Aaron? We're all square on everything? Everything seems pretty smooth so far, yeah. 
It's unbelievable. It's well, it's we've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes. So for us, this is uh, kind of an exhale to, uh, to yeah. have the Patreon thing smooth and the red circle, all these sort of you know wires and tinker tinkering behind the scenes. Um, looks like it all it all worked out. So keep listening if you've been listening, and we love you for it. And if you're new to us, give us a shot and uh, listen more and become a member of Inside the Huddle. There's another couple of tiers on there as well if you want to take a look. But that's kind of the go-to one for. Uh, Lots of perks with us, including occasional invites to join us right here on the pod. So uh, check us out on Patreon, and uh, thank you for your patronage. I sh- we should also add is that the the dollar tier, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, this show's great, but what about all these pesky commercials? You'll get an ad-free experience for the $1 tier on the Patreon. Just the audio podcast. That's okay. nice. All right. No commercials. <laughs> um, other announcements include, come join us at the uh, All Pro Lines Cancer Sucks Pick'em League. We've got about 60 people in this league right now. When I chose the platform, I had to make sure that the Yahoo one, which is my default choice, maxes out entries at 100 players. So we're on the CBS platform in case we went over 100. And based on the pacing for right now, I think we're going to pass 100. Uh, I'm excited about that. Come join us. We have some great players. Uh, Ron Milford is on the board today. Uh, Andreas Economopoulos is playing. Glenn Grizzard is playing. Aaron Hodges is playing. Bob Cavoyan of the Bob and Tom Show, now retired, is playing. Lots of the Bob and Tom guys are playing. Jeff Oske is playing. Willie Griswold is playing. Josh Arnold is playing. Uh, I've reached out to a couple of the other characters. Your boy, uh, Peter Offsets, is playing. Oh, Overset, yeah. yeah Overset, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Love uh, him. Yeah, he's great. He's doing great with uh, Matthew Berry. He's having a nice little uh, run. He was always in that uh, fantasy football writing space, and he's doing very well for himself. So he's on board. And a bunch of our regular hardcore fans and listeners are in this league. Come join us. It's going to be fun. We're going to do prizes every single week of 18 weeks, and I'm still working on them. We're going to get one prize out of Aaron, uh, some sort of uh, <laughs> You Lucky Dog Productions uh, gift bag or something. We're, we're still really? working that out. I mean, it <clears throat> might be a dick pic NFT. You never know. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, one of the prizes is a personalized video from Josh Arnold. One of the prizes is a... Uh, a signed set list from Judas Priest. How did you finagle that? That one's so like where, I need a story there. How do you get cool that? One. That's from my yeah. guys in uh, Albuquerque. I called ninety four Rock every Tuesday morning, and that was something they have on their wall there. And I was talking to one of their guys about you know you, you guys got to th- dream up some kind of gift for the uh, for the thing, and they they volunteered that one up. There's a picture of it on the social media. It's it's cool. Does anybody want a signed Stephen Baker uh, Giants banner? What's what? Anybody what? want a Stephen Baker signed Giants banner? Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker? I can offer that up. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, we'll have to we'll have to put that on the list then. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker. Yep. That's cool. I was trying to think of something that I had that was somewhat personal to put in the pile, but I don't have anything that's that sort of Judas Priestish level, like, oh, okay, that's a cool prize. Listen, man, I don't know. Maybe a signed copy of Live at Acme is definitely worth it. Oh, I could do that. I could definitely do a... I was kind of thinking, maybe I shouldn't say this publicly, I'm hoping and working on a couple of season-ending prizes that are substantive. And if that doesn't work out, I was thinking about, you know, like a Kostaki prize pack 
you know, at the end, some kind of all all the CDs or something. But those will definitely be in the mix one way or the other. We got a signed copy of an Emo Phillips CD. We got a gift from uh, Jimmy Pardo that we're yet to uh, determine what it is. We got some swag from old school Bob and Tom swag from uh, Willie Griswold. He promised to dig around in the family vault and find some old stuff and... Uh, and have that as a prize. So we're gonna we're gonna do a prize every week. We'll probably do uh, all Pro Lines T-shirt here and there. We got we got 18 weeks to figure out. I may call you again, Aaron, and go, hey, can you paint another painting for somebody? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna figure it out. But this fun prize is we're gonna trash talk on the board, and you get to play with some of the best. Uh, most interesting folks in the world. Augie Smith, comedian, great comic, one of the best comics in America. Oh yeah, yeah. He's on the board. Uh, it's gonna be fun. So anyway, that's a long pitch, but come join us and. It's free. All you got to do is make a contribution to the V Foundation. It's cancer research. 10 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever you can swing. Don't hesitate because you don't have a lot of money. Put a little bit in there. Feel like you're doing the right thing and then come join us. That's it. Nice. Um, well, I just want to say hello to people in the chat. Greg, Frank, Luke, some new people that joined us now that we're on the All Pro Lines uh, social accounts. We see you guys. And for new listeners to the podcast as well, tell a friend. Give us a rating and review if you haven't before. That would be a nice thing to do. Well, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. That helps the the algorithm. I always have to be careful not to say logarithm there whenever I say algorithm. Algorithm. You yeah, invented I mean. the internet. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's get out while we're still ahead, huh? On the first that's episode. Leave them wanting more. That sounds right. Thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening. And uh, every Monday, we'll be back. Uh, we're doing weekly through the rest of the season, and, of course, uh, twice a week for some of you guys who are contributing. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.